Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, where we explore self-kindness. What is self-kindness? It's not just fluff, it's substance. It's not just a nicety, it's a life-altering practice. We explore how getting a foundation of self-kindness right inside allows you to live as your very best version of you in the world. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, and how are you doing, my friend? I am sitting in a place of uh, gratitude right now. I can hear some of the neighbor's kids making noise outside. It's summertime. I've got my cup of warm decaf coffee because I am already caffeinated. Uh, So how are you? How are you, my darling? However you identify in the world, you are a darling. And let's talk about that today. Let's talk about this elephant in the room that our mind loves to put forward when we consider going in, when we consider doing work that serves us. And we think it's like work that only serves us. I recently was podcast uh, was able to be on a podcast that a friend hosts, and the title that she ended up giving this podcast was "Self Kindness," and then in parentheses it said, uh, "I know, gross." <laughs> so, a lot of us, when we hear self kindness, at times we can say gross. Like, I don't have time for that, or I don't, you know, lots of people say they don't deserve it, or they can't get to it yet, because, and most of those thoughts, those things that come up are part of what our mind tells us is, you know, we're being realistic. So let's go right at it today. Let's talk about this idea of, you know, the elephant in the room around being, like, what is being realistic? And I think it talks directly about the other idea that, maybe the other title that I was going to give to this podcast today, which is doing less with more belief in your life. Do less with more belief. So being realistic getting realistic versus doing less with more belief. Or maybe it's a yes and. I wanted to take a look at this and start off by saying, what comes up when you hear me say, everything could change in your life, everything will change in your life when you do less with more belief? That that is actually the energy of self-kindness not adding on more doing, but taking the attention into what is already happening, the isness of the moment that is the doing less, bringing attention right here, right now, and doing that with more belief. Well, it begs the question of what is belief? (laughs) What are we believing? What are we doing? And 
I think without asking these questions, the beliefs are, they're kind of running themselves. And that's the elephant in the room. These beliefs are more about life is about being realistic, about getting real. That's not an issue. The issue is what is your definition of what is real and what is not real? Do you know that scientists say that about 5% of the known universe, space, is made up of stuff, material that we would call real, like something you can touch or something that you can interact with? 5%. The rest is space. 95% of the known universe, according to scientists mathematicians who, you know, who, who do think about this stuff, <laughs> to the best of their understanding right now, 95% of it is space. Now, it might have different names, like, like, it might have the name like matter, but like dark matter, like, do you know what that is? No, I don't. It's not something that I could touch or, or interact with. So just even asking these questions can open us up into what is real when you say getting real. What are your beliefs? What is belief? Do less with more belief. Did you know that the root of belief comes from a word I can't pronounce, but the root of belief, leaf, um, means to care, to desire, to love. So be leaf is to be in care, to be in desire, to be in love. So where are you putting your belief and what is your belief? Are you putting your this belief in a, a story that's being told by the media? Are you putting your belief in a story that you picked up when you were five or seven that helped you to make it to adulthood that protected you? What is your belief? And let's take a look at that. So doing less with more belief, how is that an act of getting real? Self-kindness, the way that I practice it, the way that I teach it to my clients, and the way that I believe it can transform the entire human race Self-kindness asks, what is this doing that I'm doing? Where can I bring more care and desire and love into that, what is already here? When you are expecting all the doing to unfold and get those results for you, what is it at the end of the doing that you get? So the current way is if things are feeling out of control, overwhelmed, then let's check off more things on the list. Let's check these things off so there's less for my mind to look at. That's going to help me with my overwhelm. And once I get more things kind of checked off, under control, under wraps, then I'm more relaxed. That is what we think of getting real. Getting real is, Pete, I've got all these things. Let me check these off first. Then I can be relaxed. Then I can get to your thing, you know, 
ugh, self-kindness that you talk about. Or another current way is if I get more money in my bank account, then I can just this, that, and that, and do that, that, and it means this about me. Therefore, then I am more safe. I'm more certain. The world has, in essence, told me and shown me through money that I can be safe and certain here. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So the current way is to do more with less belief. You know, shutting down the internal intuition, shutting down the feelings and get it, getting it done, get her done. So I had a client recently where we talked about this because the get her done is not a bad thing. You know, self-kindness isn't about throwing things out. It's not about kicking things out once you discover something that's not working in your life. That's what kindness does is it's a welcome. It's like you're welcome to be here. You don't have to, you know, be driving the car, but you're welcome to be here. You're a part of me. So when I was talking with my client the other day about this getter done that shows up in his life, I asked, where does it serve you? Now, this particular client does bike races, you know, long endurance racing. And get her done is a great thought to have when you're racing, when you're going up a super steep hill. And at any moment, if you think about wanting to take a break, you might miss a beat on your pedaling or that little bit of, oh my gosh, I can rest comes in. And, you know, your whole the endurance, the body literally will start to shut down on you. And that's the end of your racing. So get her done can serve in specific places and areas. But when it comes to feeling your life, when it comes to right here, right now, what's showing up in your mind, get her done does the opposite of what you wanted to do. It adds anxiety, it adds stress, it adds resentment to you and the people around you. And so getting real is about understanding that in the moment. So what's that thing that's running through or your mind or spinning around? That's the place to go in and find out to do less with more belief with more care, more desire, more love, asking, why is it here? You know, there is a lot of wisdom out there that addresses this idea that I'm talking about. Here's what the wisdom says. Change the way you look at things, and the things you look at change. That's a quote from Wayne Dyer, maybe the father of this personal growth movement um, as we understand it today. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. So if you're looking at the bank account, if you're looking at the to-do list, if you're looking at how your kids are acting and you know a way to change the way you look at those things, then the things you're looking at change. Jen Sincero 
the best-selling author of the Badass series, says, when it comes to changing your life, if you're not scared, you're doing something wrong. We have such an adversity to fear. And, you know, not the fear as we normally think of it, but it's the fear of we might be inadequate, the fear that we might be unlovable, the fear that we might be unworthy. Every one of my clients who I work with have touched upon one or all of these fears, and in their own work, they have come to see that they can get real and notice that those fears in the moment don't exist. And not that they don't exist, but they don't hold the weight that had once taken over their lives and forced them to do more with less belief. So when they question and they take a look, they're able to understand what it means, the power of doing less with more belief. Now, I think the biggest reason why this elephant in the room around any personal growth work shows up, getting real, I think it is directly correlated to something that I've have spoken about, and it sounds very strange, but I believe it, it is the elephant that's in the room. And it's summed up so beautifully in a quote by Marianne Williamson from her book, A Return to Love. And I want to read some of it here, and I was going to put in some of my thoughts about it as I read it. And I'll leave you with this for our conversation today. And the quote goes like this. Again, it's Marianne Williamson from her book, A Return to Love. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light not our darkness. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. And I'll add here, this is me, Pete, speaking. You are a child of this life. You are a child of this miracle of the universe. You are a result of that right here, right now. Who are you not to be? You are a child of that miracle, that intelligence of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of 
God that is within us, the glory of the light, the glory of the miracle, the glory of the magic of the universe of evolution. We are all meant to shine as children children do, and we were born to make manifest that glory that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. As we let our own light shine, as we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same, as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our own presence automatically liberates others. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I love you. Have a great week. Hello, self-kindness repeat listener. You can do this. Your past wins, your past failures are all part of the journey that brought you here today, right now. This is the moment. Today is the day, and you can do this work. My coaching is not complicated, and people say they notice a big shift even after their first session or even after their first consult call. I coach one-on-one weekly for three or six months, and during that time, you're able to connect with other kindness clients and access a large client portal with tons of resources to keep you going strong in your practice. Today, my friends, you can set up your call, follow the link in the bio, or head on over to petesibley.com and connect with me there. Now's the time. Today is the day. You can do this work, and I can't wait to have this conversation with you.